0: So the, the process that I used yesterday, it's, mm-hmm. it's called the placemat. Yeah. So you put a line down the middle, right? And on the left-hand side, you write things I can absolutely do today. Today. Absolutely. Not that I want to, but I can absolutely get done today. Yeah. Maybe three things. Make your list on the other things, the things I will let the universe take care of. Put your laundry list, everything else there. And then it's called the placemat because you're at coffee, and when you're done, you walk away and you leave the placemat. So I told everyone, crunch it up, rip it up, go burn it, you're done. You're, you've decided what you're going to work on today, and let the rest of it go. Yeah. And it's like, I, I can affect this. will feel good about what you can affect. That's inspiration. That's not motivation. Yeah. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's, that's it. It's a good approach. And
0: yeah.
1: I used to do things the same way where it's always, I always do today's goals, tomorrow's goals, next week, month, year, right, decade. And just and then, think of today. Yeah. 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 And you work at today. And if you get through your today stuff, oh, what can I do today that looks at tomorrow? And then right. you can kind of... Start moving in the direction you kind of want to go, and then you adjust right. that as you want to go, right? And you know, that's good, it's important. You know, most people don't do it, most people live their day flippantly doing whatever they want, you know? exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, that's why I'm like looking at my calendar and going, Okay, so I have some things put down that I need to get to today, so uh, but I have time, <laughs> so I'll do it. Yeah,
1: okay. so welcome. Everybody to American Entrepreneur. Uh, this is one of the few opportunities I'm going to get, which is I'm super excited about to sit down with someone in person, <laughs> especially here in the beginning. Um, so I'm here today with Gail Kraft, author of The Empowering Process. And I'll let you do the rest of your bio since it's extensive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll do the Cliff Note version. <laughs> so, yeah, I originally come from corporate America, I lived in Boston, and um, was on the Board of Directors for John Hancock, Property and Casualty, um, the Liquor Liability JUA of Massachusetts, you know, leader of disability systems for GE, so pretty high exposed um, positions. Um, Most of them didn't fit right with me, but I, I got there. I had a goal to move out to beautiful San Diego, and I did. And when I did, the company I worked for did not click. And I didn't quit. I stayed. And that staying, by the way, really caused anxiety. It caused grief. It caused pain. I showed up not my best, right, because I didn't like being there. And I ended up getting fired. My attitude created that firing because Mm -hmm. I didn't have what it takes to quit, right? Yeah. So um, that was the experience that pushed me into questioning who I am. And that questioning of who I am led me into being on my own and being an entrepreneur because I knew I couldn't work for corporate America anymore. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur led me into coaching. Right. So it's like, what leads you into what leads you into what leads you into what? And that was my calling. Now, have I been successful the whole time? No. No, when I started off, it was fantastic. I had a network of people that I could turn to that were looking for coaches, and it was fantastic. But I was trying to expand, and I went through a process. At one time, this is amazing, I had five coaches. So beyond my bio, by the way, guys. (laughs) I had five coaches. I had a network marketing coach. I had a marketing coach who told me how to dress, how to look, how to be on stage, right? Um, I had a process coach, I had a personal trainer, and I had a nutritionist, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So I was spending a lot of money, and I was going through funnels. Guys, if you become an entrepreneur, everyone's going to tell you you need a funnel. No, you don't. But I thought I did, right? And so I created this process, automated systems, email campaigns, and at the end of about six months, I spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and I had zero clients because of it. And I remember being on the phone with one of the coaches in tears. Yeah. What am I going to do? And he's like, I don't understand. You did everything you were supposed to do. Right? So again, I have to reflect. So I look back. What do I have to do? What is the lesson here? So, guys, if you've have what you call a failure. What's the lesson, what's the gift? What did I learn from this? What can I do differently? And the lesson, the big lesson for me was, I need to not follow someone else's process. I don't care how successful they think it is. It's not me. Kind of like the same lesson when I got fired. It was not for me. So I should have left. That process was not for me. So it was now navigating through trial and error, what is my process? And my process is a much gentler approach. My process is I'm out there on Facebook. I have videos, you know who I am. I will hold some freebie workshops so that you get to experience what it's like to go through and navigate with me. And then we can do one-to-ones. It's a personal approach. Yeah. It works for me. It's who I am.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you know, the gentleman I was talking to yesterday, his the entire podcast was about um you know learning yourself figuring yourself out and that makes the process much easier because like you said the way some coaches go about it may not work for you right and sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't so but what's important is finding your style something that's comfortable for you something that works with you and that definitely helps
0: (laughs) (laughs) definitely helps and you know um I have through training and through and all through experience a tool chest that's a little bit different than most because, of course, I have the corporate, which includes, of course, business management, project management, six. Six Sigma, um, and believe me, those tools, the five whys from Six Sigma, is amazing. I'll explain that to you in, mm-hmm. in a bit. So, I have business tools to pull from. I have a six disciplines business coaching certification. So, if we want to talk about business process. I've got the tools for that. And then, I have not only an elite life coaching certification, but I have neuro linguistic programming master's training, and I am a sole practitioner. So it's very diverse. So whatever you bring to the table, I have tools. I have a client I'm working with now. I've used a tool from almost every single one of those modalities with him because it's what is calling to me to work with him at the time to get him to the next level of accepting himself and where he's destined to go. Right? He's he's a, a guy that has so much to give and he's been holding himself back because of fear mm-hmm. for so long and he's he doesn't want to hold himself back anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: But we need to resolve the fear.
1: <laughs> yes. Not
0: break resolve it.
1: Okay, so let, let's, let's jump back a little bit. Now you mentioned you worked in corporate America for a long mm-hmm. time. You're pretty successful. Um, you worked for some pretty big companies and then because of your inability to confront the problem and quit, you get fired. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how that felt how that felt for you because then you made the jump in entrepreneurship right. so I know we're getting a little vulnerable here but you know yeah. some people don't like it some do whatever uh <laughs> I'm gonna push it
0: <laughs> go push it push it so yeah
1: he said that's an that's an issue that's one of the ways people get into entrepreneurship where they're like well now I have nothing and I need to do something and you know everyone's start is different, and you're one of the few that I've run across that has this. Usually, they quit; they've already have something lined up. You know that's one of the approaches. And but you kind of got forced into it almost a little bit,
0: <laughs> right? And then had to make a decision, yeah, right. Um, so I will tell you that I was, and can I swear? You can, I was a raving like bitch. <laughs> 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 I blame them for everything. Right. I got a lawyer and I sued their ass. Right. I did. Mm -hmm. Um, But through that process, I got to the point where I couldn't even stand who I was. I would look in the mirror and go, you know, I don't know how I still have friends. Mm -hmm. If I can't stand me and and the conversation and the garbage that's coming out of my mouth, how are my friends sticking around through this? Right. And that's when I, I started doing the journey. Now, I did not go back to corporate America. But I did do consulting. So I have project management behind me. It's very easy to get into consulting, you know, do do a gig for three months, four months, right, on contract work. Um, so I did that because it was very comfortable and very easy. So it was still corporate America, but I didn't have to stay, right? Just as it was like getting too much for me, yeah, the contract's over anyway, we're done, <laughs> right? And I could step out. Um, so I had that as a safety net to begin with, to pay the bills. As I started to build my coaching yeah. business, right, and I ended up like doing a combination there for a while, where I would be brought in to build departments. i was very good at taking nothing and creating something from it, and um, and that meant coaching leaders, coaching leadership.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because you know you have that experience so even going into consulting is entrepreneurship you know you're starting your own little business there right. so that's it's very interesting how it's like okay I need to do something I can become a consultant now you can fall back on your experiences to move forward right and we are very good in a rut like or not in a rut um, I'm like kind of like the flip of the hat you're like i got to do something. (laughs) Right, right,
0: right. I want money. Yeah, it's like, oh, God.
1: So the stress is there. You're like, i got to do something. That's what I've noticed with a lot of entrepreneurs is you get to that moment where you're like, I have to do something. I have no other choices. And then you put your head down and grind and go. Right. And so I've always liked that. Um, So Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about, because I know, you know, from our experiences are very similar. I didn't work in corporate America, but I was in the military. And Mm -hmm. when I left that, there was a very weird time there where I didn't know what I wanted to do, kind of figuring out you know, a lot of pride issues as
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't
1: like who I was, you know, so, you know, because you talked about, you were a raving bitch, <laughs> your, <laughs> your words, not mine, let um, to talk about kind of that process of becoming okay with it, so, because it's a pride thing for a lot of people. You Know if you kind of get what I'm saying, you know, they Mm left Cobra America, they got fired. Oh, yes, and then you need to come to terms with that. I think people, all people have problems with coming to terms with the fact that they sometimes are awful people and you need to change to become better or you don't, you know.
0: Yeah, Um, I actually had a friend of mine um, after I healed myself said you were actually going through, you know, a PTSD Mm -hmm. experience. Right. Um, because because I was being set up to fail and and knew it and couldn't stop it. And um, oh, the process of healing. So, you know, any change, good or bad, has a cycle that it goes through. And the, the cycle is, you know, and I like and I actually have a, a course that I do on this because of that terrible experience. Um, and it's called The Process of Change. Right. And, you know, ladies. You get proposed to, and you're like, yay, that's awesome, I love him. Wait a minute, that means I'm gonna be doing laundry, his laundry like every day of my life, dirty dishes. We're gonna to have to talk about cleaning the house, right? I'm not sure if I wanna live the rest of my life with this man, and now you're down in the bottom, and you're having doubts and concerns, right? It's, it's the process of flipping that around, saying, well, there is something that I really like about this guy, and I think I can make this work for the rest of my life. And then you move up to what's called acceptance. So there is a psychological yeah. roller coaster you go through. Getting there and getting yourself out of it, um, first of all, you, you can't do it by yourself, right? Um, you can accept by yourself. So for me, it's about taking responsibility for my attitude, my words, my language, and my perspective right and so i had to go back and look at that situation say well how did i play into it what did i do that created that and i went all the way back to day one day one when i started there i knew i was in the wrong place that this company was not in alignment with who i am not the same value though the values of guys values and companies are also another swear bullshit right what's on the wall is not always reflected in their behavior. Their values is reflected in the company behavior, right? Their values were not in alignment with, with me. The minute I knew that, I should have looked for another job. But I didn't because I just moved 3,000 miles away.
1: Yeah.
0: It was me and my son was going to college. He was going to graduate school. I, was, I bought a condominium and I was making great money. Why would I give that up? I can suffer through the misery to go and dance and have fun on the weekends. And so I thought I could balance that out. And you can't. You cannot balance out misery. So the process of getting out of that takes balls because you have to accept your responsibility. And as soon as you do that, you, you let it go. It doesn't matter anymore. You know, there's no animosity towards those people. And, in fact, when I became a coach, I was approached to come and coach for, you know, we'd love to have you, Gail. And I had signed an agreement to never work for them in any capacity whatsoever. (laughs) And I said, I can't work for you. Do not understand. I have a legal document saying I can't work for you. Yeah, and and they're like, well, it's a different department, right? It's like, it's like that's no, not no, how that works. The whole company across the country, I cannot work for in any capacity. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I like was, that. It was funny. So it it really is um, stopping the blame and accepting your responsibility.
1: So I know plenty of entrepreneurs who don't accept blame, and I think that's. That right there is very hard for people to do, just from our daily lives. I don't know how many people I talk to who are the, like the person just will not look at what they did wrong, and I, I, I assume it's kind of a hardwired thing where we don't want to admit we did something wrong.
0: It's part of our ego. Yeah. yeah.
1: But you know, there's a there's a point when you you need to. You know, this as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and I think I, I'm not. Going to poison up. I think probably that's one of the biggest lessons I would give to any new entrepreneur is you need to be able to look at it, look at any problem, be like, okay, what did I do wrong?
0: (laughs) And that's a lesson.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And that's cool because I'll never do that again. Yeah. Right. Um, And not beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, there, there. I've had clients who are the extreme right who's like oh it's my fault it's you know i did this i did that No, wait a minute <laughs> sometimes you t- you're taking on something that was absolutely not in your care custody and control ccc care custody and control if it's in your care custody and control then you can change it if it's not then let it go none of your business right that's um being none of your business is really interesting the only thing that's your business is you yeah. Nothing else. And um, say that to a couple who's having problems. <laughs> how she feels is not your responsibility and how you feel is not hers.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <Right? laughs> That's too funny. So for a brand new business starting out or a brand new entrepreneur who's getting ready to get started, what would be the best advice you would give for someone who's coming out of the gate who's... You're thinking about entrepreneurship or just had it thrust upon them.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. I have no choice but to put on my big girl panties and do it. Right. Um, I was once told entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. Right. You will be afraid. And if you're afraid, that's the best time to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you're feeling that fear... That means you're on the breakthrough of something fantastic and something wonderful. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Um, I'll give you an example of a woman that I, I met early on. So this is how I got this lesson. And she was doing videos. And she was, you know, no one is watching. Zero people are watching this video. And this is the marketing coach that I had at the time. And she said, just keep it up. Just keep it up. Just keep it up. So she did month after month after month the next thing she knew she got a national gig to do a radio show yeah because so she didn't know who was listening right she obviously obviously people are listening right for for me so to know your business know the sales cycle for me the sales cycle is, very long it has a long tail people need to know and trust me before they'll even pick up the phone and talk about coaching that means they're following me on linkedin they're following me on facebook they might have gone out to coffee with me or done a zoom call to say you know let's do a one-to-one they might have even done a complimentary coaching call with me and then disappeared for six months Mm -hmm. and then they come back right so i know that i'm stacking over time. Um, and and don't panic if I don't get a call. And It's really funny because the, they're, they're, you know, this COVID hit, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, now what am I going to do? Because now I'm not at networking events. And I got clients through, you know, the internet. I got more clients this summer than I got the summer before <laughs> without being face to face with anybody. Yeah. So just consistency, consistency, consistency. If you believe in what you're doing, just believe in it, believe in it, believe in it. Don't give up. Awesome. Yeah.
1: I like it. Yeah. So for people that want to learn more about you, uh, get in touch.
0: Sure. What do you have for them? Um, <laughs> my website is surprisegalecraft.com, G-A-I-L-K-R-A-F-T dot com. Um, you can find me on Facebook, galecraft 77, or email Gail at gailcraft.com. I made it very easy. <laughs> you just need to know my name and you can find me.
1: That's awesome. Yes. Well, thanks for joining me. This has been good.
0: This is awesome, Chris. I always love to talk to you.
1: Absolutely. And I love talking to you. That's why you're the second person I called for this. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked yesterday, but you were busy. So. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, yesterday I was busy.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So awesome. So again, thanks so much. Thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll see you all next time.
0: Bye.